I love a list because I love to check shit off. I love to cross it off. I can celebrate sooner. I can drink faster. And it went straight to alcoholism. <laughs> Take a shot every time you do something. Yes. That sounds like dying. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. I'm Lewis. <laughs> and the highs always get Lewis. me. I don't know why. Did you, did you watch the holiday week. episode? Did yet? I watch the Have holiday episode it? yet? Yeah, with no, with uh, Chick Chick and Katya. The, uh, oh, no. So, like, <laughs> uh. so at the end, they do. Trixie's like, oh, like for the holidays or for New Year, whatever, I want to be more approachable. And so mm. Katya's like, she's like, yeah, you need to be a little more warm. You have to be like, you have to lean in and be like, hi. And she's like really nice about it. <laughs> and then she's like, Trixie, you try it. Trixie's just like, hi. <laughs> and they go back and forth. And it's the funniest bits ever. And like Katie and I have been like quoting it at each other because Katya like literally like leans into it. And Trixie's just like turns and is like, hi. <laughs> and oh she's God. so abrasive. I'm like, that's me. That's me. I never know how to say I'm hi in this episode, ever. You don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> well, because it's what hard because you, you like lead into it. And I'm just like, hi, I, I'm here. <laughs> I'm also I'm week. also here. <laughs> Hello, it me. Hello, it me here. God. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, well, hi, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Hi, we're here. Hope everyone had a happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. And Happy New um, Year, because this is yes. going out on New Year's Day, so Happy New Year, y'all. It is. Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully you're all not super hungover. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. It's like the day of. Yeah. Guarantee I'm super and hungover. I'm loud, so like I hope you're not listening to this podcast on New Year's Day, because I am not going to do any wonders for your head, let me tell Almost you. Almost guarantee I'm still asleep. <laughs> Whenever you're listening to this, it's probably like Thursday, I'm still asleep. Yeah, he's actually dead. <laughs> this is the Memorial episode. I'm actually just by myself now, so hello. I get to leave the right. episode, and I can be like, Hi, welcome to Perfectly Incapable. No, no more awkward right. highs I mean, for you me. You let the last one yes. pretty well. Oh yeah, I did. It, it, you you did all right that time. You did. You did all right. Thank you. The the, the, the words of affirmation of this of this podcast are it just launched. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> C's get you degrees. You know, it's fine. C's do get you degrees. They do. Um, let me tell you, math was hard. <laughs> well, before we launch into grades and everything, because that's actually relevant to today's episode. Oh no! Um, remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at perfectly nope <laughs> at perfectly incapable podcast. You can find us on the internet perfectlyincapable.com. That's where you can find our merchandise, listen to some episodes, but you're probably listening somewhere else, Spotify, iTunes. So wherever you are, please remember to subscribe, rate, review. We really appreciate all of that from you guys. And let's just dive into our uh, week. No, let's week not then, just dive please. into it because you forgot to talk about the Twitter at Perfin, at Perfin Podcast. I really don't think that's ever going to be assimilated into <laughs> my intro bit. It is not intentional, you guys. And, and, and the, like, thing is, the thing is, he just made up a whole new intro. Like that whole, you're probably not listening to us on the website. And I'm like, oh, that's new. Look at that. Adding right. adding new things. And still forgets the Twitter. I know. Ep- episode 15. I swear this is not this is not a bit. This is not intentional. I do not remember the Twitter. <laughs> and that's the best because like he that, that one day you posted a tweet. And I was like, Adam, get off the Twitter. And, you were, and then he literally texts me 35 seconds later and is like, I was tweeting on this Twitter before. I was like, yeah. And then he forgot <laughs> to give me the, the right password, quote unquote, forgot. And now you're going to come in here. Get out. <laughs> and then you're never going to talk about the You're never going to talk about it. The, the poor neglected child. I have to remember it. And the thing is, I've been watching Shit's Creek. So it's basically like that's such a Moira move where she's like, I raised two million dollars for charity. <laughs> And Jonathan's like, and, and two, two children. God, good episode. <laughs> That's been my holiday. I've been watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm so jealous also that you have so much more to watch. How far are you? Are you like uh, season three? I'm I'm going to be on season three. I have one more. Ep- I think I have one or two more episodes of season two. I got to the where am I? I don't even know where I am, but I was so happy I got to the point where she where she laughs without moving her face. Yes. Moira, God, Moira Rose is me like to a T like that woman. I just 
she's just me. I love it. I love it so much. I've been having a lot of fun watching it. And all I hear is you because you say half of these fucking quotes every single day. And I had no idea. And now there it is. And I'm like, why am I watching Adam in real life? Like, why is this happening? This is real. I don't even know what I, they're assimilated (laughs) into my dialect my whatever you want to say it's really the the I, i'm so excited for this journey for you like that's the one i always hear and i'm like oh i do God. say that a lot you do that's one of my like, favorite i know and i'm like okay alexis and uh what was the other one it was um warmest regards <laughs> you say that one too warmest regards best wishes, wishes. best wishes <laughs> yeah david and stevie uh they crack me up i know so those are the ones i always hear you say and i'm like oh my god i was like he's becoming them how are your holidays my holidays were great <laughs> I left a day earlier than I planned to because I just, it was time. <laughs> I just felt I'm it. Done. I was like, all right, it's time. Did you feel no. it or did they feel it? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, was it? I don't know. I, <laughs> I think they wanted me to stay. My mom was sad to see me go as she's like putting my bags in the car. She's like, <laughs> she's well, like oh, I'm going to miss you so much. It was so good seeing <laughs> yeah. you. You were such a delight. Right. War- war- warmest, like, warmest regards. Right. This is, yeah, this, this is, is the rest of your stuff. You have nothing else here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this is, this is important. Anymore. She's putting all the labels on yourself. <laughs> this is important. This, Take it This with was you. important. <laughs> she just sticks that one on your forehead. This was important. Bye. See you in a couple months. That's actually a good uh, tie-in. Uh, Lewis asked me earlier if we still had, if she still had the labels around the apartment. Uh, what was that, Thanksgiving? Yeah. It was all of the, this is important, labels around the apartment. There was one, and it did have a photo in the frame this time, so proud of her. I am finally important to her again, Oh, I guess. that's so good. After all that sass you gave her. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's a process. Love is a process. Love is a journey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Love that journey for you. <laughs> oh no, it's love that journey for you. Um, when my <laughs> sister, we have a group chat, my two sisters and my mom and I, and when Allison texted me, I don't remember the context, but she texted my full name. She was like something Adam. And I was like, don't use my government name at you. And my mom Sorry, just immediately, name. the government did not give you your name. You I was like, name? Oh, okay, mom. Okay. that's, that's not, all right. <laughs> okay. I wasn't that also around Thanksgiving? Because weren't you planning yes. food? It was like was it wasn't that right it? after I got back from Thanksgiving? And maybe she's a little sensitive uh-huh. because like her mother did not give mm-hmm. her her name. The nurse did because uh, my mom was one of eight, and so she <laughs> when when she was born, the the nurse asked my grandmother, "What do you want to name her?" And she was like, "I don't care, you name her." And so my my oh. <laughs> the the nurse named my mom Ginger. After her favorite actress, Ginger Rogers. I love Ginger this. Rogers and Fred Astaire. Eventually, obviously, married my father, whose last name is Rogers, and became Ginger Rogers. I just want to meet your mom and be like, I just love all your names that you've had so far. Can I just <laughs> you've been iconic since birth. So Right. So I think love she just, that journey for you. She just gets a little sensitive. She's like, the government did not not give you your name. Like, oh, all right. Got it, mom. That's not what that means, but okay, got mom. it. Calm down. <laughs> Yeah, uh, holidays were good. 99% sure I won Christmas this year. Very happy with the gifts that I gave and the reactions that I got. My mom opened her gift. I got the Roomba, asked my sisters to go in on it. My mom opened it and cried. Never seen my mother cry over a gift before. I don't know. We were like, why are you crying? Are you like upset? (laughs) Do you not like (laughs) it? Are you upset about this Roomba? It's fine. It's still like we can return it. But she was so excited. She's wanted one of these for for years. She always thinks they're so cool when she sees them on TV and they have several cats and a dog. So it's it's very useful. Hardwood floors. She just kept saying, I know how much this costs. We're like, mom, oh, my God, like, just do you like it or not? So I walked away. I was like, "Okay, you're fine. You like it. I'm going to I'm going to go open a gift. You have a moment. I wanted to like you know, not make my mom cry more. And of course, my older sister, she's like, come here, hug me. And just like throwing her arms around her, which is obviously making her cry more. And I was like, this is counterproductive. Okay. And your sister. Yeah, right. I was like, I'm, I'm going to walk away and, and have mom. a moment. But she's know. just like, cry it to my bosom. It's <laughs> amazing. Found out that my dad is engaged again. That was cool. The children hey. are the last to know again. After everyone on my dad's side opened their gifts and we were like, oh, so he's been dating this woman for a few years. You know, what'd you get her for Christmas? Oh, I got her a ring. Oh, oh. what kind of ring? You know, a diamond ring. Oh. Uh, okay. So just like a 
casual diamond or like like for well, funsies, you know, like an engagement ring. I figured that'd buy me like a few more years of her, you know, like asking if we're going to get married. And I was like, so you proposed. OK, cool. So cool, cool, cool. Oh. Like <laughs> second engagement wow. of my father's that we found out like well after wow. the fact that he's proposed. <laughs> All right. OK. Nice. Okay. Uh, happy, happy That's third fun. engagement, father. Best, best <laughs> My sister turned and looked at me and she said, so how many more do you think of these that we have to go through? And I was like, well, he's 60. So we probably don't have more than two left, right? Yeah, that seems like a good number. I was, I was going to say one. Maybe one more after this, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say one. Two, two is very generous. We'll see. You never, you know. never know. <laughs> My dad always is the entertaining one at Christmas on his side. He he opened a gift from one of his sisters, and it was a book, Louis L'Amour, which is one of his favorite authors, like Western. And he opened it, and he was like, I've read this book. This is a good book. Thank you. Can't wait to read it again. That's my father receiving gifts. He's like, oh, I've got three of these. Thank you so much. I love them. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to have another one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... I drank two bottles of wine out there. I woke my mom up one night, like choking. I took a hit of my weed pen and like <laughs> choked and woke her up. Oh my God. It's good. It was a good, successful holiday. I annoyed everyone the first night there. So living up to expectations. First, second, third, just, just kept, then I just kept going with it. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, fine. So I, I, I felt it was time to come home day earlier than planned. Uh-huh. How, how about your I'm so holiday? Glad you were all on the, I'm glad you were all on the same, like, wavelength there. You all felt that same vibe. Oh, so nice. <laughs> really nice family coming together right there. I think it was just me. I think I, think I just time. felt it was time to go home. Everyone else wanted me to stay. It's fine. You were just piling my luggage in the car. Oh, it would be so good to have you. Here's your keys. <laughs> have a great time. Every year I come home, my, my mom's like, you still have a key, right? I'm like, no, mom, every year I tell you I don't have a key. She's like, oh, we have to make you one of those. Well, see you next time. <laughs> still don't have a key. <laughs> she just is like fading concern. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. It's, oh, we're so worried. Oh, darn. He can't get in. Yikes. <laughs> right. So, so sad. We'll, we'll, we'll so get sad. you a key next time. No worries. Did she name her Roomba? We did name it. We named it Rosie, like the Jetsons, oh, the robot from the Jetsons. Yeah, that's cute. How about you? How was your holidays? Oh, you know, casually falling apart. It was amazing. We ended up not doing Christmas. So I had all this food again. It was amazing. Oh, God. So just had a whole fridge full of food. Got to cook that for myself. That was really good Was it moment. already cooked or was it just prepared? Well, both. Okay. Because I like to, you know, be be prepared. I'm very well versed in this already. So mm-hmm. it was like half there, half not. So I was like, oh, okay, great. Uh, but then I got Spider-Man for Christmas. And that was, it's a really fun game. So I got that. I played that a lot. It's super good, super fun. Um, and then I watched Shit's Creek a lot. And that was basically my holiday. Well, except yesterday. So then yesterday we actually went out with the family so we all went out to lunch and my mom was like, oh, it'll be a, a lunch. It'll be lunch. And I was like, oh, OK, lunch. I'm thinking at least 12 o'clock. Homegirl is calling me at 1036 and is like, you have 10 minutes to get ready. What? And I'm like, oh, OK. She's like, we got to be there at 1115. I'm like, oh, all right. Like to eat? Yeah. So I jump out of bed and I'm like. Okay, let's assess the situation. What clothes do we have that are appropriate to go out? The answer was none. So I ended up being the true gay cousin and going to family dinner or family lunch, which was like breakfast lunch, which was brunch, I guess. I don't know. At the corner bakery, mind you. Uh, in I had a drop strap on and I had cell I had cell block 13, like long black and white socks on. So thank God it is nice outside and I could wear jeans. Look at you. So I just put those jeans over it and I was like, well, this is a new, a new low slash milestone for me. Merry Christmas, family. Jockstrap and knee high socks for Christmas. I love it. You know it. That's me keeping it classy. So that was that was my Christmas or my next day Christmas. And everyone I got sick on Christmas Eve at like clockwork. It happens every year. I get the same stomach bug. I don't know why. Oh, fuck. I just like to tell myself it's like a cleanse. So right. like, I'm just like cleansing myself for the new yeah. year. So I <laughs> there like, you go. I lost like five pounds because I was literally in the bathroom for 15 plus hours. I took a <laughs> shower after I felt amazing. I'm so zen. I'm so calm, which is a weird feeling for me. Is that what's wrong with you right now? I think so. I think I'm just like really just chilled out. 
All right. Adam is so concerned. He thinks he thinks he thinks there's something. Yeah. Wrong with okay. Yeah. Well, like, and I'm like, there's always been something wrong with me. Like, there's there's never not anything wrong with me. So let's just let's just put that out there first. Well, that's why I was like, you seem Precursor. unusual, but like Lewis unusual, not like societal unusual. Like you seem unusual for you. You were just oh like, you seem normal. What's going on? I was like, what's going on? Wow. Something's wrong. Oh my God. He just called me dull on this live podcast. I'm so upset and hurt. <laughs> I'm actually just hot. God. I was convinced you had just like smoked a bowl and you were like, hello, I'm here. Oh no, that, that is a way different. It's a way different Zen. But yeah, no, that was my holidays. I was sick. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do anything and I wore borderline fetish gear out to lunch with the family. Killing it. <laughs> Just really killing it. It's holiday season. I can only imagine what new, what new year's is gonna, uh, or should I say what new year's had in store for me? <laughs> Cause here we are. We're in the future. What a perfect segue, Lewis. Thank you. I tried so hard. We're talking about uh, New Year's resolutions today. Fear of failure, fear of rejection. Uh, I know every year everyone tends to bomb their New Year's resolutions. I don't personally know anyone that has successfully carried a New Year's resolution through. How do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Do you invest in them? Do you partake in them? I make mine very vague. Yeah. Like I'm going to live this year. I mean, it's it was it's scary. I could not. That's, right. That's 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 too. That's still too specific. I could die at any moment. This this whole roof could collapse on me at any time. It's true. But I keep it pretty vague. I think last year I was like, I want to do for me. I want to do something successful. And at the time, I was like starting on YouTube and starting on Twitch and whatnot. And I can say full heartedly, twelve months later, I've done all two of both of those and started a podcast so i think i'm just really killing it hey i think so hey here we are so new year's resolutions to me i think can be fun like you just you also can't take them too seriously like yeah if it's if it's something like lose weight like lol okay great that's everybody cool but like you also have to make that attainable and like you have to know yourself and know what a realistic goal for that is because you'd be like mm, i mean lose like 30 pounds i'm like is that realistic for you is it right because that because that's a high number and you have to be dedicated yeah to that so if you're just like i want to lose like a little bit away if you lose like five to ten and you're happy great you should you should see that as being happy like see that as a huge as a huge success for sure i mean 30 pounds by next new year's Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's it's attainable. Yeah, you could, totally you could do that. that. But you have to want to do that. And you have to, like, want to really do that. I don't partake in New Year's resolutions. They're Shocker. Just, <laughs> as soon as he answer, asked the question, I was like, he's, he's going to say he doesn't believe in that. I don't have anything extreme that uh-huh. I feel like I need to try and announce at the beginning of the year. And I think that's, that's, that's just setting yourself up for failure personally. Because there's the majority of people that really buy into New Year's resolutions are the people that have a difficult time with any sort of resolution throughout the entire year. And so they pile everything on to the beginning of the year. And there's no reason why an arbitrary day, January 1st, should be the day that you decide to to better yourself or change this or pursue that. It's putting too much pressure to to do some extreme whatever that you've been wanting to do. So I'm 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 not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I think if it's something simple and vague, like you said, I'm gonna talk shit about people less this year. If that's for you, then great. Like I know I'm not gonna do that. So I gotta choose something. Like I'm not that. gonna reach for those stars. That sounds right. so far away. That's, See now that's setting myself up for fa- for failure. That's the biggest one. Right. I cannot talk shit. Not not talk shit. I guess right. The right words. I like to be like I'm gonna God. breathe oxygen this year. That's my New Year's resolution. I don't really like short simple goals that yeah handle. <laughs> and i think we talked about what is it what were you joke like you were like mm, i can't do too much exertion and exercise it has to be like something like right there i like sitting <laughs> yeah i don't like like yeah that's, <laughs> i don't like hit i don't like the, the high intensity workouts see i do see and that's the thing and i feel like that's why i do like things like new year's resolutions and stuff like that is because i have such wild crazy dreams to, that i want to do and shit that i want to mm-hmm. do so I think if you take those, if you take those dreams and it's the teacher in me too, that wants to be like, make a plan, sit down, plan it out because you have to like literally sit there and take bits and pieces and you have to start small yes. to get the bigger picture. So I feel like if you have a dream 
or if you have something you really, really want to do, I say start off small. And then if you reach that goal, then keep expanding. Yes. So that way you have smaller goals to get to. 100%. That is one of the points later in the episode. Like we really want to expand on on all of those smaller goal settings. I'm just jumping. I'm just, just jumping, jumping around. around. That's what you do. That's what we love about you. Slash get really stressed out about. <laughs> <laughs> but everything, everything tying into New Year's resolutions, it all revolves around this fear of failure. So a lot of people just set these unobtainable goals and it ends up being something they know they're not going to reach. So it's by the time they they fail the first time or they don't achieve it, they're like, well, I was never going to get there anyway. So it makes absolutely no sense to set these absolutely unobtainable goals. This this idea of fear of failure or fear of rejection. I mean, we're we're always so afraid of failing. We we end up just deciding not to try at all. And I always had this joke growing up with with my friend Holly. I don't do things I'm not good at. So that just became like a a thing with my friends. We we're not going to try hobbies. We're not going to try things that we know we're not good at. We're not going to do things we're not good at. Says Adam's hobby closet in in the corner of the room. Those are those are not (laughs) things that I'm not good at. Those are things that I'm excited to try. They're just things that I'd never do. Like, I'm not going to try out for the basketball team because I'm fucking short. I have no jump shot. It's it's mm, not going to do something when I get up. So why would why would I try being afraid to fail? I mean, it's it's why most of us don't pursue certain things or don't don't go for something we really want. And it's applicable to so many aspects of our lives. So applying for colleges, uh, applying for a new job, even asking someone on a date like relationship like it's it's all all things all things yeah right like they're they're all so relevant in our lives and the fear can be immobilizing and ultimately just cause us not to do anything at all and just remain stagnant in our lives and never actually move forward and and progress at all well and the thing the thing is like i am kind of on the opposite spectrum of you surprise surprise what i know well there's two things like as you were talking i thought of at school we have this music teacher and I remember our kids are a little younger. They're, they're still, they're still, they're like young three. They're turning to be young threes. Mm-hmm. And we have this music teacher and she is so great with them. And she tries to get them to do something a little above their level sometimes, whether it's like rhythm th- stuff or trying to say words or like directions. She, she really does push them. And I remember some, but one, it was one, one of us said something and she was like, okay, but she looked at the kids and she was like, if we if we don't know how to do something, does that does that mean we don't try? And they were like, no, we try. And I was like, damn, bitch. Oh, my God. At 28 years old. I was like, you right, though. And um, there's a second part. There's this uh, May Carol Jemison book we had for Black History Month mm-hmm. uh, last year. And the in the book, it talks about how sh- her parents would say, you can do anything if you believe it. If you try it and if you dream it or whatever, it's like dream it. There's just it's a really it's a really positive thing. And they say it over and over. It's like such a good mantra. If you had just said, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. I would have thrown up on my desk. That's literally like gross, like public school. Yeah, that's some like Avon pyramid scheme shit. Oh, oh my God. Stop. It's going to take it. We did the Alevu thing. But those two things are kind of what I, how I believe. I, in failures, if you will, because I'm going to drop some, uh, some little truth tea here, fam. Failures, failure is one of my biggest fears. Obviously, as we just said, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I know I'm not supposed to talk about how I combat stuff yet, because it's, we're not at that section of the podcast yet. (laughs) But I will say that I don't believe in failure if you learn something. If you learn something from that process, I don't consider it a failure. Yes, you did an act of failing, but Mm -hmm. the whole thing was not a failure. If you learn something and you grow from it and you apply what you learned into your next whatever it may be, relationship, job, schooling, whatever, like your projects, like I don't believe in failures. Because like, honestly, did you think I knew anything about 
editing videos or how to record anything for YouTube or how to even use my PlayStation for Twitch. I didn't even know what a fucking uh, internet cord was until like two months ago. So let me tell you, if you can dream, <laughs> if you can dream it and you believe it, you can do it. So that's why I've always been a big believer in I don't want you guys to ever feel like you are a failure at something, because if you learn something from it, that wasn't a failure. That was literally a learning experience. And you are going to grow from it and you're going to do a lot better things. So try everything. And which which is funny, because prior to this little bit, Adam Adam was telling me how, how he's going to try to be ahead of me at all times because I like jump over the podcast. And I was like, well, I thought I thought you're not going to try try things you're not good at. Wow. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> wow. I told you, I, did, I told I told him I had, a, I had a good joke coming up. Especially, he doesn't believe in failures. How, how will I take him down? Oh, I believe in failure. Fucking yeah. trust. And I do want to kind of break failure down a little bit. So Break it down, Dad. There's obviously an actual phobia called a tictophobia. That is the like fear of failure. There's so many different levels. You're going to have like institutional benchmarks such as failing a class, failure to yield in traffic, failing a drug test. It can be societal. So maybe never being able to like maintain a goal weight. You feel pressured to achieve just based on culture, never finishing college, uh, even having like extremely critical parents that they cause us to feel like we're never good enough, you know, setting up these standards that we we just can't achieve, can't meet. And, you know, things like institutional racism, bigotry, systems that weren't made for people of color to, like, ever do anything. Right. I'm just really going to go ham on this. So don't you worry, fam. I, I got us. Don't worry, because I that's going to be that's another thing I'm going to bring up soon. So go on. Keep going. 100 percent. Like the, just all of these barriers that that just make us feel like we're we're failing before we even set out. But we all set our own standards and barriers that we can't overcome even before we get to the ones that society or, or institutions set up for us. I, I keep using myself as an excuse, like. I hate my voice. I hate everything. Like, and but I decided to do these projects, which require me to talk a lot for hours on end. But um, you have to literally get over yourself. I literally yeah. have this piece of paper I'm looking at right now above my desk. It says, "Everything you want is on the other side of fear." And I remember seeing oh, that. I love and I was that. Like, oh my god! So I literally just printed it out on a piece nice. of paper. I got my scotch tape and I stuck it on my wall. And that was the first thing I had when I started anything. That was the first thing I put up when I started any of this little gaming empire, any of it. Like that was the first thing. So I was like, I need to get over myself. Yeah. To do this because you have to know that you are good enough. If you want something, you can get it. Yeah. You might have to work a, a lot harder than some other people. Let me tell you, but. You just have to be adaptable and ready. You have to want it more than that other person and you cannot be afraid to take it. I'm not saying like literally like mow someone down or do something against your morals, but like if someone's <laughs> going to choke, fucking take it. Something like Twitch and streaming video games. That's a good example. I know that's not super relatable to everyone listening, but here's a hobby that someone really loves. They really love video games. And so they want to try and and start streaming their video games and put themselves out there. Maybe they're they're socially awkward. They have a hard time being themselves. One of the first barriers is just playing a video game live. They don't have a camera yet. Yeah. They don't have a mic yet. It's just a hurdle to start streaming their gameplay live. So they're literally just putting their screen of the game they're playing out on the internet for people to watch. That is that is a huge hurdle for a lot of people. They're literally putting up their yeah. skills. Like they're literally putting their stuff out there. Yeah. And then I'm going to tell you, once you get that mic, once you get that cam, you're in a whole new playing field because you have to put on a whole nother show. And that's the thing is like, like I say, you have to want it. And the yeah. thing is, like, I can sit here and tell you guys, like, I'm I'm not socially awkward. I wish sometimes I wish I was. But like what you see right here is what you get. And like, that's the thing of doing these projects and stuff is I told myself that I'm going to be 100 percent authentic. me. Yeah, I'm going to not ever sacrifice anything like what you see is what you get. Yeah, and I know like people like Adam and like my friends can attest like 
what you see on screen is me in private. That is me. There is no different bear. There is no different things. Like my quote unquote glitter persona is no different than me in an actual in actual life. He he just like is a little quieter sometimes. Yeah, maybe it really is just a huge hurdle for a lot of people to even start streaming at all. And so as soon as you start putting in the the camera and then the microphone, you're starting to to see how big of a deal is. But it it really does just require those those baby steps. You have to do one thing to get it going. And so there's a lot of success stories out there in the world of people overcoming failure. One of the ones that I think that's most commonly cited is Michael Jordan. He's he was cut from his high school high school basketball team because his coach didn't think he had enough skill. Fucking became one of the world's most popular, most well-known basketball stars. And one of my closest family friends for a bit. If you guys remember episode one, clearly Adam doesn't. But if you remember episode one, recap, my dad, my dad used to be friends at Michael Jordan and we used to go to the country club with him and I used to swim and eat with Michael Jordan. It's cool. It's like whatever. You know, it's like whatever. It's no big deal. Literal goals. I mean, goals can be super intimidating, um, but they they really are what what help us define what we're wanting out of life. And it's it's the best way to take baby steps towards overcoming fear. I mean, you tell a lot of people, oh, just set a goal like you're wanting to achieve something. If you just set a goal, you can do it. That's one of those things that sounds generic and like, oh, thanks. I already know. Yeah, just set a goal. I get it. There's not really another way around it because it really is the one thing that can help you move towards a larger goal that you're wanting to achieve. The best way to go about that, in my opinion, at least, is to to break it down into a lot of small goals. One of the things that I love to do is to approach a situation, even a decision fucking like somewhere I want to eat weigh all of your options like break it down into smaller decisions like okay well i know i don't want chinese tonight so maybe i want a burger but like stupid i know but it's it's easier to break your shit down into smaller goals and decisions and weighing the outcomes to like eventually progress to the larger goal that you're trying to achieve like i was just telling adam uh all my notes this episode revolve around this past year which is which was insane to me to think about in like retrospect. Um, but doing those goals, like I obviously had an idea. I wanted to do this gaming thing. I really wanted to do it. I started it in the summer before the new year, but like I had just started. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I ran into so many snafus because I was like, LOL, what's going on. But prior to that, like I remember sitting down and like, I still do this now, even with our notes for the podcast. Like I literally write it. Mm -hmm. I literally take a pen and I fucking write that shit down. And I remember in college, I really loved, webs like i planning webs they were my favorite thing because they get so bonkers and they look so pretty in the long run especially if you color coat them so so get yourself a box of markers sit down get some paper and put what the type what the whole title of your whatever you're doing is so mine would have been gaming channel great so then you put out these little offshoots of what you're gonna need to do that so i remember sitting there being like okay I need actual equipment i was like i own most of it now i need to figure out how i'm gonna get the rest is it money? Is it big borrow and steal? What do I have at my disposal? And at the time, I remember I had a bunch of the equipment. I had the consoles. They were that was fine. Uh, Katie, who you met last week, and I were actually going to start a YouTube slash podcast type thing ourselves. So her and I ended up buying a mic, but the time our timing never worked out, so we never could do it. We got busy, so I was like, "Hey, I will give you the other forty dollars. Can I have the mic we bought?" I was like, obviously you can still use it, but I I need it. And she, of course, was like, yeah, fine. Support your dreams. Love you. Great. And I was like, awesome. So I got the mic. So I had the mic. I had the console. I could basically do a very bare bones stream. And then I got the rest of the equipment. And then I was like, LOL, what do I need next? Next part. I needed to get, find a way to get out there, put all that shit out. So I had all these little goals that I had to reach. And I didn't try to do them all at once. I took piece by piece, little bubble by little bubble and knocked every piece off, and I scratched off a whole piece. So I really believe in taking your big dream, writing it out, and then realistically being like, hey, what can I do now and make this work? Circle that whole thing, and then in that, cross off everything you do. And that way, hello, success. (laughs) I love lists. I love to be able to check those off. He really does. I do. do. I've seen his desk, and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> and and he just showed me a notebook that he just got. I'm like, oh, Lord. 
so many more lists. It's going to be lists galore. I have many lists. <laughs> I'm getting anxiety over my list. And I love post-it notes. I was going to say, you love, love post-its. I love a fucking post-it. Are you kidding? I love a list because I love to check shit off. I love to cross it off because I can celebrate sooner. I can drink faster. And it went straight to alcoholism. <laughs> Take a shot every time you do something. Yes. That sounds like death. <laughs> I ran out of stickers, but I, but I had this bottle of vodka. It's fine. Yeah. Breaking down larger goals into more attainable goals. I mean... That's the goal, isn't it? Really? Like goals. Goals. <laughs> I know I said like goals can be overwhelming for a lot of people. I get it. I know it. I see it. But it's necessary. So if you can take a larger goal that you're wanting to do and break it down into smaller ones, you're actually it's actually going to be more digestible and you're you're going to be able to to see it in a way that's actually obtainable. You And you set yourself up for success. Like you right. really set yourself up for success. Exactly. Like who doesn't want that? Instead of being like, oh, this is this huge, like, I'm going to be president. Okay, well, that's like a huge. What are you going to do on that's the way to being like, president? It's going to be like PTA, mom. Like, that's that's there that's you go. It. That's all you really need. Aim, aim. Let's start with. I, I want to be a mom. Like, <laughs> oh, even that's a little scary. I want to run a PTA. You don't have children. I don't care. I know what mom's like. <laughs> I know what mom's like. I know what dad's I'm really want. well versed in it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's use um, something. I was going to say like fun and simple like college, but ooh. college wasn't fun and simple. Um, so thinking about something like applying to college. If you're nervous about applying to a yeah. prestigious college or, you know, maybe one that's like far away from home or something, if you list out reasons that you're anxious about going there, pair that with solutions to each of those like anxieties. So maybe one of the anxieties is being away from home and being away from people, you know, look into programs that they have, clubs that they have that interest you. Maybe they have a LGBT community or they have a, a gamer community. See if there's a way for you to find clubs that already exist on campus that you could join. Well see, I bet that's that's the thing for me is like I don't I don't I don't have the college the real college experience. I went to a commuter school. Yeah. Which is actually a little bit scarier sometimes in my in my like learning because like I look at my friends who all went to go as everyone went to go away college so everyone went to go go away yeah. college everyone went away left me alone to die um they all they all like made friends and like they were like what do I do I'm like well meet your neighbors like join like you said join the clubs like don't be afraid to talk to somebody because these people are also most of them are just as afraid as you are and I know that like making that first connection is hard but even being like, hey, can I borrow a pen? Do you need a pen? No. But are you going to borrow one? Yes. To write something down. Right. And then you can make a small talk. Oh, what are you going to do here? Are you going to go here? Cool. Awesome. And then maybe exchange numbers or something. Again, keep it maybe do. I think like colleges do Facebooks now. You like Facebook chat. Mm -hmm. And you could like set up a time to meet again and like maybe you'll be roommates or something and then maybe you'll be lifelong friends. Maybe you'll get married. Who knows? The the, the limits are or the possibilities are endless. College was fun for me. I loved it. I mean, it, I like this. I like the social aspect of it. I just hated. I Again, I hated the like the institutionalized stuff of it. That's what drove me nuts. But I think I've told the story. I did it. I almost didn't graduate. Um, a semester before I was supposed to. I was during student teaching and my advisor was like, uh, we ran your credit hours and there's not enough to graduate. And I was like, excuse me, how did you wait this long to tell me? He's like, oh, it just happens. And so it didn't just happen to me. It happened to another girl. And her and I went to the heads of the offices and they were like, well, if you can figure out how to get these how to get these hours better, like we can fix it. So I, I did a social minor. So I had to go to the sociology department and I was like in tears. I was like, I need to be with the, the head guy. She's like, are you okay? I was like, I just need help right now. And so he like came out, he's like, what's wrong? I was like, they're telling me I'm not going to graduate. I'm supposed to graduate in literally two months. And they're telling me no. And he like literally took a lot of my classes and said, hey, this counts as this. So I ended up meeting the credit hours and I had Good. to do like one extra quote unquote assignment. And so me and this girl ended up getting our hours fixed. And I, I hate it. This girl, this, this girl, this girl was a lot. I didn't hate her. She was just a lot. Right. Her and I, her and I like took on the fucking education department and we had to have a meeting with the head of the education department and be like, 
why is this happening? And they're like, well, this happens a lot. And I was like, well, why does it happen a lot? Right. And then I was like, and I was like, I was like, did you think I would fall through the cracks because I'm brown? I don't know why I turned it to, to more rose for a minute, but I was like, why did you think that would happen? And then the thing is, I found out later, finding out through other people that bailed out of the program, I was like, what happened? And they were like, either we were misinformed about things or it was just too hard because all the thing, all the hoops you have to go through are just too hard for me. And like, I remember we had two girls in our class that like kept on everything. They knew all the deadlines. They knew when stuff was due and we had to become a family. And I think that's such a huge thing about when you're planning something or do something, you need a support system. Like even like beyond college is doing these projects. Like I have my friends and they are so supportive. They put all their time and energy and they, whether it's moral support, sharing it, whatever, they're always there for me. I and mean, you need a moral support so you don't get to fail. Yeah. And going back to my other story, like we ended up taking on the education department. I got we got that man demoted. Yeah. Because this wasn't the first time he's done this to anybody. It was like the eighth time. And Jesus. he was like, and he had the audacity. He had the audacity to say, "Oh, it happened to me when I went here." <laughs> and I was like, "So you oh, let it happen so again?" So you're just carrying on the tradition. Carrying on the Jesus. legacy here. I was like, "Well, guess what, buddy." I'm graduating. And then I remember I we did we never got our grade back for that for that for that like quote unquote assignment that was like a two page double space paper. And I was walking down the aisle to go get my diploma and I didn't think anything of it. And then the teacher that was in who was taking care of us uh, for that assignment, she was one of my favorites. And she loved me and I loved her so much. And she like she like met me in the middle of the aisle. She was like, Don't worry, you you passed. You're gonna be great. And I was like, Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> but if you have a goal, fucking do it. Fucking and do know it. know that there will be obstacles. There will be obstacles, but you cannot let them keep you down. You cannot let that happen. You stand back up and you keep fucking going, head held high in the air, and keep fucking moving. We haven't really touched on, like, fear fear and failure of love, relationships. Mm-hmm. That's words, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a huge one. And I, and I think that's also another huge resolution that people make is like, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to be like really great and like really awesome. And I'm just going to like find the love of my life this year. So that's, I feel like that and weight loss are the two ones that like everyone fucking. That does. is true. So I think like that is a huge, a huge part of rejection and failure. I think that's like one of our first rejection and failures. I was looking at, um, I was looking at old photo albums from when I was younger over the holidays. I fa- I like I was like cleaning and I found some- I found the album I saw it poking out and I was like, what's that? And my mom had given it to me and I was looking at it and there was this picture of me and this little girl <laughs> that I knew. As we grew up together, she had a crush on me and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm a little gay child. I could never. But so at the age of eight, I think I already knew, which was crazy to me. But I remember her pulling me into the stairwell (laughs) and being like, hey, do you want to like be my boyfriend? And I was like, no. (laughs) And then I literally walked away. What a douche. (laughs) So at the age of eight, I was was a heartbreaker. And I think she cried for like a minute. But then she was over it. But then she was like over it. Of course. I mean, I was nice about it. I was like, no. I feel like that has one that's also played like a huge deal in my life. And like I said, everything in this, on these notes has been my past year. And so when I started Fistful of Glitter Gaming and stuff, that was born out of a breakup. And my big, my my one of my biggest quotes that I also should, probably should put above the wall too um, is do something constructive instead of destructive. So if you take those rejection moments and you sit there and you can you can sit there and badmouth the person and act like a douche and be the fucking worst and do the most. Which I'm not saying don't do, like, it is a little therapeutic, not gonna lie. Do something better with your life. Like, take that energy, and instead of just making things a situation worse and feeling like garbage, make something. And the thing is, like, and you, you'll you'll move on, you'll make new friends, like, and maybe that person that rejected you, like, you'll still be friends. Is it gonna be the same? No. But, like, could it be? Maybe. And the thing is, with learning from rejection and failure, I feel like everyone's going to think they want to say, like, I'm sitting here being like, oh, you're going to learn, you're going to learn. Are you going to change overnight or even make a huge change at all? No. But will you grow? Yes. And I feel like if you try to grow, 
you will be a much happier person and be in a much better place in your life to do that kind of shit. I think that's all I have on that. <laughs> uh, for our final fun segment, now that I made it dark and depressing and a little a little dark and depressing, but also like, hey, love yourself. Rise up, queens. Um, we <laughs> here's, here's where the funny joke comes in, by the way. So cut to like maybe a month ago. Adam texts me and says, hey, for the, for the New Year's episode, how about we each come up with like 10, maybe more because it might overlap. Uh, songs to have ready for the New Year's episode that we could talk about. And I said, okay, that's a great idea because I was thinking the same. And he was like, okay, awesome. Let's do that. Cut to 10 minutes before recording. And guess who didn't have a list of songs? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a hint. It, it wasn't it, me. I had a list I of songs. Had my songs. <laughs> they just weren't super so, organized. So we had 10 to begin <laughs> with, but we're narrowing it down to five for the episode. So Adam, what what is one of the five songs that you haphazardly wrote down mm. uh, five minutes prior to recording? It was a haphazard. Mm. My first one is "Stay" by Post Malone. Okay, I fucking love that song. These are also 2018 songs, everyone. Oh, Some of our it? top songs for the year. <laughs> so my first song on my playlist, well, because originally again we had ten, so I planned this out to be funny. <laughs> so my. <laughs> My first choice for the list was going to be the entire album of the Mamma Mia Here We Go Again soundtrack, was. which came out this year. And but since we are doing a song Guzza, I will tell you my favorite Thank is uh, Angel Eyes. Mm. Angel Eyes is my favorite. It's one of my favorite ABBA songs. Uh, Voulez Vu was not on this album. It was on the last one. But Angel Eyes has always been one of my favorites. And it's basically if you guys have ever heard it, it's the it's basically they talk about how this woman was walking down by the river and she saw her ex with, with a new girl. And then she's, she's like, I should probably warn you about his angel eyes. You'll fall in love with him, but you know, don't, but be careful because it's really dangerous because he has angel eyes. And it's funny. Like I used to call people angel eyes and I didn't know that song existed. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe I shouldn't call boys angel eyes anymore. Cause it's a negative connotation. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, Adam, number two. On your list? Uh, dance to this. Ariana Grande and Troy Sivan. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. I do like that song. That album was really good. It is. It it's it spoke to me this year at a point in my life where I, I needed just to dance fun. To this. Yeah. Speaking of Ariana Grande. <laughs> so my number three was going it was another it's another compilation, so it's three on three. But it's basically it's Ariana Grande. Like the singles she put out this year were fucking amazing. No tears left to cry. Are you kidding me? There are no more. Even though I almost cried five times during this episode. Uh breathing. Uh what else was there? Oh, God is a woman. Hello. Yes. So those three were just my jam. And like, shout out to my friend Kristen. Breathing is actually one of our jams. Uh, we would sing at work every day to keep ourselves sane. We would actually just scream it down the hallway. It was really yeah. annoying, but we had fun. We had fun. And Lewis hit his five. No. That was Adam, three. What's your, what's your, shh, keep going. What's your number three, Adam? Um, New Light by John Mayer. Ooh, I don't think I heard uh, that. So I know a lot of people hate John Mayer. Um, you can all suck my cock. Whoa, aggressive. It's it's a jam. It's goofy. It's classic, like, just John Mayer silliness. And I played it a lot this year. Let's just say that. Mm, heavy, heavy rotation. Yeah, heavy rotation. Speaking of heavy rotation, this song. So if you guys remember, Beyonce came out of no fucking where with Jay-Z and they were like, LOL, here's an EP. Who remembers the song Ape Shit? That song has been my hype song of 2018. Let me tell you, I listen to it every time I go out. Like right before I walk out the door, I put that song on and I fucking roll. All right, four, Adam. It's called Middle Finger. By Phoebe Ryan and Quinn92. I don't actually know how he says his name, but... Well, on a complete opposite note, my number four is called Kiss and Makeup by Dua Lipa and Blackpink. Cute. Uh, number five, Adam. Round, round off that list, Dad. My last one is Bloom by Troy Sivan. Oh, I love that fucking I do too. song. Same. Truly his his entire album was a big one for me this year, yeah. but Bloom was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh mine is <laughs> as you guys know, I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan. A Star is Born came out this year and let me tell you, fucking wrecked me, was not ready for it. Sat in the theater bawling, bawling hysterically, of course. Movie didn't even start I was bawling, but um shallow 
Shallow has been a huge song at the end of this year. Mm. Um, we spent many a drunken night, me and my friends, either sitting in bars, sitting at parties, requesting it, and just fucking screaming it. And those are probably some of my best, best memories. So good. I remember when it I remember when it came out, we were at work and I and I got a notification from iTunes and it was just like, hey, a new Lady Gaga song's out shallow. And I lost it. And I like was texting my coworkers that are literally four classrooms down being like, put the fucking song out, we need to learn it by the end of the day. Indescribable and, screaming. Uh, so we literally and so that song has played a huge thing. I actually gave um one of my Oh, co-workers i gave her the the piano the sheet music to it and she actually started playing it over uh christmas break nice. so far. she said this one on a, like a tiny kids piano and i was screaming and i i knew she would love it so much and she was like this is the best christmas gift you win and she was like we're like crying in the middle of the, of the classroom because oh my god it was i love just it such a nice feeling to see her get to get that so and then there's another song on there i know i'm going over i don't care we're way past that I, we are we actually already <laughs> past that, but um, it's called "Remember Us This Way." The line that's my favorite is, "When the sun goes down, the band will play." I'll always remember us this way, and I fucking love that song. And it like reminds me of like all the good times that I've had with certain people that I may not either be close with anymore or shit that's happened this year. And I'm just like. I'm going to choose to remember us in a positive light. That's me trying to be nice. <laughs> and um, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. And so like that just that just like at the end of this year, the past few months, like I've had I've been playing that song heavy rotation. I'll always remember us this way. Like shit might not have gone down the way that we all planned, but I'm going to remember the good times. I'm going to try to remember the good times. I'm going to hold on real tight. Real tight to those memories, but uh, yeah, those are great. I those are my songs. I'll obviously put the other like what three that I did that I didn't say out of my mm-hmm. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should just say them right now, just just to, just to be an ass. But I won't. <laughs> I won't mention that I also love Science by Ali X, which was such a good all right. Too. But I digress. I mean, I didn't get to talk about Heart to Break mm-hmm. by Kim Petras. So, or nothing so much, much like a heart by Miley Cyrus and Mark, Mark, Mark Ross. Keep an eye out for. <laughs> oh, I named I named them all. Perfect. Great. Jesus. All right, keep an eye out for the <laughs> fucking playlists from Lewis on Facebook, where you can follow us as hey. well as Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast and at Perfect Podcast there on you Twitter. Go. Uh, shoot us an there email. Uh, hello at perfectlyincapable.com. If you guys have any questions for us, anything you'd like us to answer, and please remember wherever you guys are listening to subscribe, rate, review, follow, and yeah, yeah. happy new year. <laughs> Good luck on all happy of your resolutions. resolutions. Remember, break it down. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to another episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>